You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing why home care is fundamental to overall patient health and how you and your hygiene team can knock it out of the park. Our guest is Mary Hughes, Dental Education Partners CEO, founder, and instructor. She is a recognized dental lecturer, has published in dental journals, and is a member of the ADHA. Mary, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much, Phil. It's a pleasure to be here. So explain your rationale and any evidence you'd like to share with our listeners for providing patients with home care solutions. You know, I'm glad you asked that. I always like to start with why when I talk about this. So not only did I recognize the importance of home care when I saw the results with my own patients in my own eyes, but I also see it today when I work with practices that haven't implemented a home care program. You know, we also know that there's so much evidence of why home care is important. For instance, Dr. Samuel Lowe, who is a well-known professor at the University of Florida, has shown that only 30% of dental treatment success is actually what we do in the office, and 70% is reliant on the patient and what they do at home. So when we talk about that, it's why is that so important? It's because of the plaque biofilm, and we need to disrupt that plaque biofilm as it grows and as it becomes colonized in the mouth. So we know that it coexists with a lot of healthy bacteria in the mouth, but it also separates out and creates very tenacious attachments to the teeth as well as the surrounding dental tissues. So as it matures and ages, if we don't disrupt that plaque bacteria, more harmful microorganisms populate the biofilm. So it gets thicker and more destructive to the oral tissues causing caries or gingivitis, eventually periodontitis, right? And according to the American Dental Association, three out of four of Americans have some form of gum disease. What's also interesting is 92% of adults in the age group of 20 to 64 have had dental cavities in their permanent teeth. So we look at that biofilm colony that populates in 24 to 48 hours, and obviously that's how the disease starts and progresses. And so we're looking at the reality of the daily plaque control and biofilm control is so critical to oral health. There's really a lot of great studies from different types of manufacturers, but one in specific is the Journal of Clinical Dentistry that shows that a sonic power toothbrush in in the Philips Diamond Clean was actually used in that study. That's the brush that I use at home too. It had a superior plaque removal to that of a manual toothbrush in in controlling that plaque and gingival inflammation. So we know how important the inner dental cleaning is. You know, we all preach flossing, which is awesome, and it's the gold standard, but sometimes there isn't teeth contacting together or the morphology of the tooth itself is such that the floss doesn't help. So it's important to provide patient solutions like the air floss or interdental cleaners that are easier for patients to use. And those are backed by evidence to improve gingival health also too. So it's the best way to really get patients started on the right path and provide them everything they need to get healthy, stay healthy right from the practice. So the 30% statistic that you mentioned, the office versus 70% at home, does this apply to patients that are going to the dentist twice a year? Or what's the group that this was taken out of? This was taken out of adult population patients that are in a general practice setting and several practices were studied and research was done on that to determine if patients did nothing and made no change with their oral care at home, were they still as successful as those patients in the control group that were given home care instrumentation or devices right out of the practice? And what they found was is the ones that were given those professionally 
those professional solutions that they left with from the office, they actually had better patient outcomes. And really that's, I think what it's about is about the patient outcome and being focused on that health outcome for the patient. It was interesting. You mentioned the power brush. You mentioned, I think it's called Diamond Clean from Philips. Yeah. Do you have to be more conscientious when you use a manual toothbrush versus power? I think so. I think, you know, when we're in hygiene school, we're taught how to instruct a patient to use a manual brush. And so many of my patients who use a manual brush but also use an electric brush, which we commonly find in in general practice, they report back in clinic in the office to say, you know, geez, my teeth just don't feel as clean as they do when I use my power or my sonic brush. They don't feel as clean. Now, that's from a very, you know, foundational and and rudimentary experience from the patient. But what they're feeling is, is it didn't get the plaque biofilm removed from the teeth as thoroughly as the electric toothbrush was. And so many of the brushes now come with technology that can be paired if you're focusing on whitening your teeth. They can be paired if you're focused on gingival health because you perhaps have some periodontal issues or they can be paired, believe it or not, with your cell phone to tell you where you're missing areas in your mouth. So the technology is so much smarter today than ever before, and and that's really impressive, and it continues to surprise and amaze me how good we can get with devices in the patient's hands without a dental professional there, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, the the mobile apps on the cell phones are great. Um, But I believe it's with one of their newer, the newer models of the Diamond Clean that actually pairs with the cell phone and it shows you areas that you missed in your own mouth and it tells you when to change your brush head. I mean, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, pressure, how much pressure you're putting on the teeth. Yeah. And also yeah. You, you, it stores the information so you can actually review it with your dental provider, which, which I find yeah. fascinating. Um, describe why patient profiling is important, if you would, Mary, and how it helps dental professionals communicate more effectively for better patient results. You know, that's such a great question because we know that different patients throughout our day in a general practice present differently and they have different needs. So, you know, which patients would you dispense to at the office level? Who needs a home care solution? Who doesn't? You know, when I lecture, I commonly hear that the offices, well, we would definitely recommend them to our perio patients to help manage the disease at home. And and those specific patients certainly absolutely need a home care solutions. But when I look through my, my charts or I do my chart preparation the day before I treat my patients, if I'm looking at patients who are ortho patients, I know that they'll benefit from a home care solution. Or if I look on the doctor's schedule and there's implant patients, they obviously have different needs now that need to be addressed. Patients who are sensitive or have sensitive teeth and need a milder, less abrasive home care solution, and certainly geriatric patients who have different dexterity needs. And I I meet a lot with my doctor and other hygienists and clinicians in the office, and obviously our restorative patients, you know, obviously they struggle with removing that karyogenic bacteria because it ended up decaying the enamel. And so I think that's really important to kind of look at what is it that the patient actually needs. You know, we see a lot more cosmetics today than we ever have before. And I mentioned the cosmetics because I recently got veneers, right? And so I always recommended it to my patients who had veneers. I would recommend you know, different, you know, brushes. Usually it was the sonic based brushes because they actually provide a better clean for the patient. 
But once I had veneers, I realized how important that was because of that little ledge that's on the facial as well as on the lingual in most cases. And those are really hard to clean and keep the gums healthy around that. So I personally, I take more time because of the needs that I have now, because I want to protect the investment that I made. And I really feel like patients want to do the same thing. And I, I think it's incumbent upon us to really focus and tailor our dental care to each specific patient that's in our schedule for the day, right? So I think that's really more important to rather than a one size fits all and everybody gets the same thing. It's more important that we do profile those patients. And once we profile them, it's also important to remember that this profile will more than likely change throughout the duration of the patient's life in the practice, right? So if we're letting patients purchase their own home care devices outside of the practice or in the store, how will we know to ask them to change what they have at home, you know, when their situation changes? You know, perhaps that can be on our shoulders, but, you know, if you have a solution in the practice, I can pay more attention and know when to help the patient change what they're doing at home based on their restorative history, if you will, what they're having done with the doctor. So it helps to be more effective, I think, at being a dental provider resulting in better patient outcomes just by being more aware and cognizant of what they're doing at home. That is a very intelligent statement that you just said. Maybe that's the next uh, release of their app. They'll come out with an app that will actually be able to uh, change its itself based on the profile that the dental provider inputs into the app. Very... Just like we do our exams. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So these apps keep getting more advanced. But of course, that information can be stored in the office and you would obviously see the patient on a regular basis and say, hey, Mrs. Jones, you're now in this category, so we're going to alter your take-home devices slightly to meet the needs of where you are dentally. And um, yeah. I think that's, a, that's you know, I wish more practices would do that. I, I'm not sure many are. Um, would you be able to share some of your clinical compliance findings? Because I know we've talked about this, so we can better influence patients to become proactive and consistent at home with their home care? Yeah, you know, it's interesting in, in my role as a hygienist, but also lecturing on home care across North America, I've come across some sto really sobering statistics, and that is 90% of our patients don't change their toothbrush as often as we recommend, and the average brushing time is roughly 46 seconds. And so for them to be more compliant and spend more time on this, we know that a lot of our patients don't brush properly. You know, we already talked about they may brush too hard or they miss areas and, and the apps that have been developed to help with those. And many, if not most dental professionals, you know, included, most people, don't floss because they find it too difficult and time consuming. So the great news is when you implement a home care regimen into the practice, the clinical compliance can be improved and the impatience, the, then the patients become more consistent at home. So when I started changing my approach as a professional and dispensing from the practice, I've seen patient compliance increase by fourfold at least of patients doing what I asked them to do at home. And so they're better educated than they ever were before. And many, you know, they all know the importance of an electric toothbrush, but there's so many choices that are available to retail or, you know, pop-up ads on Netflix and things like that, that they appreciate the dental professional helping to give them a good decision-making ability to give them a more informed decision. So, and then also too, you know, talking about the technology and what they need and that we can share that when they come in at their different appointments to see how they've been doing versus just, you know, guilting or shaming. We can talk about just findings and just what's on the app and what it shows and areas that we can be more effective 
how important is it for an office to dispense the home care devices rather than just send the patient to the store? Well, you know, I find that <clears throat> when I send patients to just go to the store, they either lose interest or forget, more importantly, as soon as they leave the office. And they have best the best of intentions. All patients have really good intentions, but then life sort of happens afterwards. And so then they come back, and before you know it, it's been three, four, or six months since I've seen them, and they come back, they say, oh, that's right, I was going to go, and I was going to I was gonna get that, and I never went to Bed Bath & Beyond or wherever to go and get it. I was going to go and get it. So they usually end up forgetting. And so I think that when we incorporated it into our treatment, treatment plans as patients got implants in our office or periotherapy was done, you know, it made a difference even in the patient experience, right? So I had a patient that she just had had gum therapy because of periodontal disease. She was being treated for diabetes with her physician. And so after I educated her on the inflammation process in her mouth and that that was a contributing factor to her diabetes, she was much more engaged in her dental treatments. And so in our office, we started to provide those home care solutions as part of the treatment plan. It was inclusive in the treatment plan. So when we finished the treatment, I was going over her new health care or home care regimen with her, what she's going to do differently. And I gave her her new, you know, her brush and her flosser and, and showed her how to use them and how to fill them and all those things. And she said to me, you know, that's great. You know, this is awesome. So where do I go to buy these fancy things? And I explained to her that it was all part of the therapy treatment because we believe in having professional consultation for her oral health needs. She was really so surprised and happy that she ended up referring a lot of her coworkers to the office to think that I gave her a new car. So it's a great feeling, I think, when you know that you've impacted the patient's health beyond the chair, beyond the operatory, when we've actually impacted what they do at home. So it's really important, I think, to offer those solutions because when I walk down those aisles, I can get very overwhelmed very easily. You know, there's 36 kinds of toothpaste or if not more, and it's hard for the average patient to know what it is they really need. So I think dispensing from the office really helps to streamline their specific tailored needs that they don't need everything that's on there. Maybe another patient would, but they specifically don't. So mm -hmm. it helps to be able to, to coach them and to give them professional consultation on those devices and those instruments. Yeah. Related to coaching, do you have them bring back to the office on recall visits uh, some of the home care devices to see how they're using it? I do. I do. And it also allows me to check the brush head to see if they're splaying or if they're pushing too hard or even if it's been changed or even been used in that instance. But I do have them bring it back each time and it tethers the patient really to it. Right. So it's you know, I, I, I do have a brush head. There's there's an option for professionals where we can replace the brush head and versus replacing the manual toothbrush. And so I can actually bring it back with them. And when they do, I can help them by changing out their brush head at, at each visit. And it's really cost comparatively. It, in fact, it's actually less than buying manual toothbrushes. That's yeah, once we get them on there. Yeah, and they come and they find value too, which is about the patient experience. So we want them to find value and their appointment. Yeah, once you start using a power toothbrush, I call it power toothbrush. You're calling it an electric toothbrush. We're talking about the same thing, I assume. Um, to me, it's there's no going back. I mean, I, I travel with a manual toothbrush because I just do that by habit. It fits in my uh, travel bag. But um, at home, I just can't go back to a manual toothbrush. It's, to me, it's like having a dentist doing a profi in my bathroom. 
Yeah, I feel like that too. And I travel a lot for work as well. And I, you know, a lot of the power brushes have really cool travel cases. So I literally can zip it right in and throw it in my bag so that I don't have to be without it. Right. I, cause I did the manual brush too. And I got to the point where I couldn't wait to get home just because my teeth didn't feel as clean as they could have. So yeah, I totally agree. That, yeah. I mean, the only, replace that. the only reason why I don't pack my power brushes because I have to pack an electric razor, you know, you probably don't have to do that. <laughs> So, I don't. I don't. Know, yeah. So, so there's only so, so much. Room, yeah. There's only so much room in my bathroom bag. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really. I. I believe in carry on yeah. luggage. I believe in throwing the stuff above the seat, and I don't like checking bags. Um, so, before we wrap up this podcast, enlighten our our listeners on what it takes for a dental practice to hit a home run in home care. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all baseball metaphors aside, and incidentally, I'm really not a baseball buff, but. I know that a home run is the primary objective every time a player goes to bat. And that's kind of how I feel with my patients as well. And most dental professionals share that they feel that way too. And we talked about that 70% of that success begins at home and that conversation about home care and sending patients home with what they need should be one of our primary objectives every time we see a patient. And so our patients have to be an active participant in their treatment and we can get there through compliance. So, coaching patients to help them understand their current situation, help them understand if disease is present or work with them to build a treatment plan that they can follow at home. It helps to reduce that confusion and they have their solution that they need. So before we can get to that point where we're consistently hitting those home runs with every patient to bring them to health, it takes practice and, and preparations. And some of the steps that I recommend include establishing a relationship with that supplier in your in your local area right so usually they have a lot of really good information they have patient handouts they have different types of things where you can educate and make your patients aware of how important that is you know we started with a few profiles when we got started dispensing from our practice and we looked at you know perio patients and ortho patients and our cosmetic patients that's who we started with and we determined what the fee was going to be how we were going to bill for it and we included that home care as part of the treatment plan. And so when we looked at all of the itemized things or procedures that we were going to do, we factored that in as part of the treatment plan, right? And then one of the primary objectives in dentistry is the cost to the patient, right? So we know it's price to the patient. So when we put it all together as a treatment plan and we say your treatment plan or your treatment, your dental treatment is going to cost X and your out of pocket is X, your insurance is going to take care of most of this. How did you want to take care of your co-payment? They're not line iteming things out that they don't think they need, right? So when you go to your physician, they say you're going to get blood work done or you need to have go see this specialist or whatever it is. We really don't argue. We just do what they tell us to do because they say it so matter-of-factly of this is what you need. So we found that same principle to be true in dentistry as well. So if we send them to the store, like I said, they would forget or they'd come back, best of intentions, but they would forget. So we started at our front desk giving out the oral systemic link brochure. You can get those from the ADA. They provide those. And then we would open up the conversation in the hygiene department by asking, what are you using at home to take care of your oral health needs at home? Brushing, flossing, whatever it is, rinsing, whatever it is. And then after we did our assessments on the periodontal pocketing and, and probing depths and clinical attachment loss and all of those things, we would ask ourselves, can we offer this patient a better solution? If the answer was yes, then we would say these are the areas of concern that you have or that your dentition is changing or your mouth is changing or your age is changing, whatever those things are. We have a solution that's going to help you do a better job at home. And then we would track our results. 
and we would track those by doing chart preps and chart audits and marking down when we gave patients the power brush so that we could determine did the pockets resolve themselves. You know, there's nothing better than seeing that in your own clinical practice. It's great to read studies and it's great to read all of those things, but when you can see it in real time, you know, it makes such a difference because you know these patients, right? So we documented that process so that we got new employees on. We would train them on how we included the home care solution as part of the treatment plan. And, you know, we know that we may not be able to hit a home run with home care for every patient, every appointment, but when we're prepared by having a process and having the scripting and practicing what we're going to say, we keep that end result of the patient's health in mind, and we're always more successful because we did those steps to begin with. So it's all about really being prepared and, and having preparation and know which patients we're going to talk to and what we're going to say. Yeah, amazing stuff. Um, <clears throat> and you work in a, or you're CEO of Dental Education Partners. Do you want to very briefly tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, I, I do work for Dental Education Partners. We specify working with private practice dentists as well as DSOs. And we actually provide in-services in the office so that you don't have to take the team outside the office while that's fun to get your continuing education. It's also nice when somebody can come in and really specifically tailor your needs to your demographic, your market, your patients, just by looking at what some of the gaps are and what they want to learn about. And then we develop those presentations and we provide that clinical coaching and continuing education right in the practice. Yeah. And as far as the product you like to work with Philips, is that are these some of the home devices that you recommend? I do. I, I actually exclusively recommend Philips, and I'll tell you why. I've tried all the other different brushes, and because of different issues as far as manufacturing or not having uh, somebody that the patients could call if something went wrong, you know, Philips has always done a great job at having really superior products, but not just that. They also had a, a plan B or a customer-centric customer service area that patients could go to and they always take great care of the end user. And so just by knowing that confidence, working with the company and seeing the outcomes of the patients when they use those products made all the difference for me specifically as a hygienist. Yeah. Working with the, I mean, that's the same thing in the implant world. There's many implants out there, but it's really, is that company going to be there to help you, to service you when you need them? And um, Philips is obviously the 800 pound gorilla in preventive um, for sure. They're up there. And uh, they do have amazing products. Well, thank you so much, Mary, for your information. We hope to have you on future podcasts. And um, it's been just great. I think our listeners are going to be all ready to start implementing some of the things they learned today. That's excellent. And it's all about taking good care of patients, right? And, and we take good care of them and they'll continue on and refer great people to us in our, in our offices. So that's primarily the point of all of this. So thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Thank you for coming. We'll see you soon. 